Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to Real Good Show. Assuming uh, you have been just listening to the previous episode, and now you're back to this one. Welcome back. Or maybe it was a week break. Who knows? This is the worst <laughs> intro ever. But you know what? We're keeping it, because that's the kind of show it is today. The show almost didn't even happen today, because traffic was so terrible. But we are here, goddammit, and you better enjoy it, because it's going to be a good one. It's jam-packed. There's so many stories to discuss. Why am I even still talking with you once again? Episode 14, by the way. Justin Morissette, and with me, as always, is... <laughs> Jesus Christ, Stefan Heck. The intros are just getting, uh, better and better. <laughs> I'm John Cullen, and I vote worse and worse. <laughs> well, but the tone of voice for better. Oh. Like, better. Oh, because you were being sarcastic. Worse. was worse. Was, okay, yeah. I get it. It was the sarcasm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good at that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the intro this week was not great, as you said, but I do like the idea that... Are we're like because I I made fun of you previously for making it sound like we're always returning from a radio commercial. <laughs> so I like the idea that the previous episode of our podcast is the radio commercial for this episode <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> That's right, we're back. Just, it's another episode of this shitbag show. I just feel very rushed today because traffic was horrible getting here, and you have a show a little later on this evening. So uh, you know, I, tight squeeze. Yeah. This is literally but, the only time. That this week we could have done it. Judging by the intro, it sounds like you think that like if someone's listening to like ten episodes in a row, they're going to assume we recorded them all in a row as well. Yeah, well, that's not what happens. And like we see into the future, like we're talking <laughs> about stuff that happened like on October fifth, <laughs> but we recorded it on June whatever, <laughs> whenever we started this thing. I don't even remember. Uh, back June, to the, right after the draft. I want to say the 27th is our first. Sure, I have no fucking so. idea. Although I will say we're back in Stefan's kitchen today for the first time yep. since the yep. fr- the first no two do- episodes. No dog this time. It was no, two episodes. No dog, and it's definitely not nearly as hot in oh here. Oh my God, it was so like that 40 was the, degrees. Yeah, yeah, so it's nice. Yeah, and uh, the last time we were here, we were, of course, ranting and raving about Phil Kessel and Zach Cassian. Oh, and there Phil. will be uh, some more Cassian in discussion later on in this episode, uh, probably a little bit more subdued than my my rage out of the week that, that <laughs> probably, particular yeah. time. Cocaine. Uh, back in episode uh, <laughs> two. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. I can't feel my face when I drive my truck. <laughs> Into a pole. He wasn't driving. Technically, he wasn't driving. Well, that's what they say, but can you believe it? No. (laughs) You think he crashed and then got out and made the girl switch seats with him before people got there? Now that you say that out loud, it's like extreme. A million percent. That's absolutely (laughs) what happened. I think that's what happened, yeah. It's not, I mean, you don't normally go into the NHL's substance abuse program for being a wasted passenger. Yeah. I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I mean, he's got issues that go beyond that, and we can say, of that for a little bit later in the show, or we can get into it right now because that seems to be what we're doing. Yeah, who cares? Yeah, just skip. When, when skip. have we ever like? Yeah, yeah we have gotten no, right into properly, the sports yeah. talk before. Never. Well, we don't have a format either, yeah. so it's whatever. You brought it up, and then I was like, "Well, Cassian is a guy who does some dumb yeah. shit." Yeah, but well, then you did say we talk about it later, so I don't know. Like, I don't, now what, I don't know. It what is to do. technically later. Yeah, right now. <laughs> 
Yeah. By, by the definition of the word, yes. Yeah. But I, mean, I was going to say good for you, John. You had a major curling no, tournament this past weekend. Man, I don't care about that. But yeah, no one cares. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah, good for me. I, we beat the defending Canadian champions, and then we lost in the final. And uh, yeah, it was fine. Now you're the 12th ranked team in Canada. Oh. Right As of right now, yeah. The For this year, the point standings were 12th. I so don't, what, what like... Tournaments can you get into out of that? Like any big Nothing, ones? Nothing, no. Because no. to get into the Grand Slams is based on the last two years. Oh, okay. So based on the last two years, we're 35th. Okay, but you're but, on the rise. But, but we're on the and that's in the up, world, yeah. and that's in the world. So for yeah. the slams, it's the world. Whereas obviously the Canadian ranking is just Canada. Yeah, yeah. So even on the like, even on the world curling tour, if you look at just Canadian teams, we're probably in the top twenty five or so. Okay. I would so say. is it possible in the next couple of years if you if you keep this up? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if we have really good results this year, we could be in a slam by the end of the year, oh, possibly. But we nice. got to we got to keep it going. That's yeah. for sure. So, yeah, good for me. Who cares? It's curling. Whatever. Yeah. Well, we had some <laughs> listeners ask uh, on Twitter this week if there was going to be a chance that they could see you on TSN at some point during the Well, if we season. make the briar. La- last year, we made the provincial final, which is uh, broadcast nationally on Sportsnet. Um, and then, of course, the briar is covered extensively by TSN. So if we were to win the province and be at the briar, then, yes, you would be able to watch me on TSN. And Sportsnet maybe, also. Yeah, and Sportsnet. So maybe I could, like, simultaneously record an episode of this show while curling at the briar. <laughs> Just join us on the phone. Yeah, I, I, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, good for you. Thank you. And that's pretty much all that happened uh, in Perfect. the lives of the three of us this week. I got a kitten, but I don't even what? talk about that's that. Pretty that pretty why? Cool. What? Because my old it? cat... Um, ran off like a, nine months ago and oh, I was sorry. done being sad about that and decided to get a new one. Oh. Okay. Uh, it's named Monty. Uh, good after, name for a cat. After Monty Python. Um, and yeah, it's adorable. So that's, that's a pipe. That's a snake. I know. But so. he's a climber so he could <laughs> join the flying circus probably. I don't know. Just seemed like a good name. I like it. Whatever. It's, I'm done talking about this. <laughs> good for me, Stefan. Bad for you. You don't have anything to talk about. And we'll talk about sports God, now. you must look May really well. weird holding a kitten. Really? Can I get a picture of that, actually? Yeah, I would love a picture of you holding the kitten. Can you you got to post it on our Twitter okay, or something. Okay, I will. I will. Can you have its head coming out like, of your beard? Yes. Yeah, yeah that'd yeah. be great. Like I want the cat to wear your beard. Yeah, I want the cat to wear your beard. Like a wig? Yeah. Okay, I'll do that. You know what I think of when I think of Monty? I think of Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Or Mr. Burns. Yeah. See my best. There you go. Yeah. See Monty. See Monty Burns. Yeah. What was so it? It was uh, Max Monty in Tiny Toons, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Max Monty. Yeah. I think so. Max Good video game. Underrated video game. For as Game well. Boy, even. For NES and SNES and Game Boy. Yeah, All of them were great. The Game Boy one, especially, was good. But remember when we were going to talk about sports? No. Gosh. Who cares? We were so no, close to doing no that. No one listening to this <laughs> is, this is sitting podcast? there going, God damn it. They're off track. I think they are. <laughs> no, I don't think because they are. We, we That's lose what people like listeners about from yeah. week to week. We're at episode 14. If you're still listening. <laughs> and the numbers are going down every single week. No, they're not. <laughs> What's happening? We're, the, I don't numbers, know. the numbers keep going up. I think up. you've been too mad lately, John. I think Me? you've yelled at people too much. <laughs> and they are not. Um, I just, they don't feel welcomed by the show I anymore. just don't want university students to listen to this. That's all. That's all I want is just stop. No, I'm just That's joking. like our target audience. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, jo- I'm 100% joking. 
<laughs> okay, lots of sports to get into in every different league this week. Should we'll we start yell with at the university students first? Uh, are our numbers actually going down? I don't of. believe you. Yeah, Not no, really. they are, and I don't understand why. I thought last week's episode was great. If you didn't listen to it, <laughs> fuck you. What the hell? Maybe we'll read about it in Split Sider in two weeks. But uh, <laughs> um, we'll, we'll begin with the NHL. Zach Cassian, of course, we talked about that a little bit off the hop. Uh, he is uh, headed into uh, the NHL's uh, substance abuse program, which uh, you know, not to, to say this sarcastically, given how we throw this phrase around, but like, good for him, honestly, because uh, there's there's more to this than than just a guy's playing career. Uh, clearly, the guy uh, has some some struggles in his life, and and he's had off ice issues in his personal life mm-hmm. uh, in terms of uh, being a bit of a dummy on the ice and off of it at the same time, all the way back to junior, uh, and has not really been able to to sort things out and, and get his head on straight. And uh, and hopefully this is the wake-up call that he needs to, to really get right because, you know, beyond just enjoying him as a, as a hockey player and a personality, which I did in all of his seasons with the Canucks, mm-hmm. seems like a good guy, genu- genuinely. Yeah, I like him. And I would hope that, uh, you know, uh, beyond just being a hockey player that he can uh, – just be a person who lives a long and healthy life. I like I like any NHL player that's going bald. Yeah, big fan of that. And oh, like he's going a, way bald. He's bald. It basically. got really bad. I yeah. didn't realize how bad it was getting until I saw him in the preseason with Montreal. Yeah, and it it's got, just a little poof. Like this summer was really bad for him. And like missing a missing a tooth as well. Like it yeah. just completes the look, especially for like a power forward. Yeah, that's, that's what you want. Yeah. Um, but so hopefully, after he does the substance abuse program, the only drug he takes is Rogaine. <laughs> No, we don't want him to grow his hair back, though. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We yeah. want him to go bald. Yeah. I, I hope he just did, like he pulls a Getzlaff and just wears a hat. Like I love that Getzlaff finally last year just embraced that he was bald and stopped wearing a backwards cap in all of his interviews. <laughs> and there was a, a lot of uh, like ugliness I found uh, related to Zach Cassian uh, going around on Twitter yesterday in terms of people just like laughing that somebody has like a substance abuse problem. Well, or, they, they were mostly or, from Edmonton or, too. Or like Canucks fans like gloating about winning a trade and being like, I, I told you he was trouble. Or like I got, I got a text message. Being you like, got Brandon Prust. Yeah, we did you not win nothing. that trade. You won nothing. We still have to play Brandon Prust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got you a text lost. message being like, oh, he was really going to turn around in Montreal, huh? Like, no distractions in Montreal. I never said that on the podcast. In fact, there's probably more distractions in Montreal than any other NHL city in the entire yeah, league. Club super sex. Yeah. So uh, if the guy wants to go out and, and have some drinks, I, like we talked about this. I thought he was just a drinker. Like I had heard that he was notorious for going to the Roxy. I didn't know that he liked to uh, indulge in the nose candy, allegedly. Uh, and it's it's not uh, it's not particularly funny. It's not fun. Um, but uh, hope hope he can turn it around. And right now he's seemingly become like the new poster child for like the NHL's recreational drug problem. Yeah, that's apparently now just a thing. <laughs> yeah, the TSN did a like no one ever watched Kyle Wellwood play. Uh, <laughs> I had the expose uh, yesterday on their website, and I heard James Duthie on the radio today being like, uh, you know, cocaine is back. In a big way. It went away for a long time, but now it's back and people are doing it again. It, did, like, it didn't go away. What, it's a bunch of what, young, famous dudes did, with millions of dollars. When did yeah, it go cocaine, away? Yeah. It went away for a real long time. <laughs> when exactly did cocaine go out of style with young people with money to throw around? Yeah, it does. It didn't. Yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, zero and, chance. I mean, we've, yeah, like I said, we've seen... We've seen Danny Heatley's career. We've seen like we've seen these guys. You're like, ah, he might, and then they just go way down. Well, I you, mean, you know, even going back like six years to like 
2009, 2010-ish. I feel like the Canucks got rid of a ton of guys all at the same time who all had that same party reputation. Um, and that's probably not just a reflection of like five or six guys in the Canucks locker room, but probably five or six guys at least in like every locker room in the league. Oh, yeah. Uh, not just like right now, but over the last decade and probably even before that too. Like uh, I know that there were some some guys who played in the late 90s, early 2000s. Matt Barnaby was on Twitter Yesterday, I think, being like, uh, cocaine was never a thing back in my day. Like, guys would drink. Guys were luscious. They'd be getting drunk all over the place. But drugs? Nobody did drugs. Not that I saw, anyways. Uh, and it's like, um... I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't believe you don't, at all. I don't believe that. Well, how many baseball players said that? Well, I've never, I've never seen needles in the locker room. I've never seen anyone take steroids. Yeah. And then it's like five years later, yeah, pretty much everybody was on steroids <laughs> from 95 to 2004. But like around the time that like Shane O'Brien got traded away from the Canucks, I feel like a lot of guys got traded at the same time that all had this knock of... of a party lifestyle, yeah. which essentially means going to the Roxy and doing blow. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, of course. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why I feel like I have to say allegedly. We're a podcast. No lawyers are listening to this. <laughs> but, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Grabner, uh, Rippin, Shane O'Brien, probably some other guys too that I can't remember off the top of my head. They all got dealt at the same time because they all just like, like to go out and have a good time too much. Yeah. And this is not a new thing, you know? No. Uh, they don't test for it. Which is a little bit strange. Well, but then they kind of like they do, but they don't punish you or whatever. Like they started doing like anonymous testing for recreational drugs just to see. And then and then Bill Daly was like, oh, well, if it's a problem, then sometimes we break that wall of anonymity and contact the player. Like, judging by your piss, you're taking a shit ton of coke. But yeah, it wasn't on. Was it not on the banned substances list or something? Or it wasn't like yeah, they not, weren't. Yeah. yeah, which is kind of weird. Yeah, well, and that's well, the thing, especially you know, for guys who like to drink, Coke allows you to drink more. And you know, again, sometimes you know, maybe you need an upper before the game or whatever. Who knows? I mean, I doubt very many guys are doing it before they play, but you never know. I mean, Todd Fedorik actually had a good quote today. He's a former NHL enforcer, and he was saying like, "Well, he's like, you know." a lot of guys use it because we're never we like we're not going to get called on it and even if we do you know most of the time we're pretty good guys like we were saying like we were saying about Cassian like it's like most of the time people just kind of look at it like oh he's a good you know he's just like a good old canadian boy hockey player he's a good guy yeah, so like, yeah i mean he probably shouldn't be using cocaine but like ah you just look at that little and you don't scamp. have to be a hockey player in Canada or the United States to be using cocaine as no, a young No, of course person. not. This is not like, oh, those athletes. They're, they're like, athletes, the, the population of athletes is a representation of the population at large. And these are societal issues. We can't pretend that they don't exist in pro sports. Yeah. Um, no, of course not. You can, though, if you want. Well, yeah, if you want. Our, I mean, our a lot of people. Are good and pure. It seems like they have been for the past little we while. We know a lot yeah. of people that like to pretend that athletes don't do anything wrong ever. Yeah. And we talked about that a few episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we certainly did. Uh, but, I, you know, I don't know when, like, the, the Flyers cleaned their locker room out of their 
party problems in terms of like you know Lupul and and Carter and Richards all getting dealt out of there at the same yeah. time. But same sort of rumors there as well. And Mike Richards is another poster boy for for the NHL's like drug problem. Though I think he got busted with Percocet. Yeah, painkillers. Painkillers yeah. of yeah. some kind. Yeah, because like this is a f- like I wrote about this extensively on Twitter yesterday. It's a physical game, and guys are killing themselves for a living not to the same extent that maybe football players are but depending on your role and the style of game you play kind of to that same extent and it's unreasonable to expect that people are not going to become addicted to painkillers or recreational drugs as a as a way of managing yeah. pain oh, totally. problems the, the schedule is crazy and when you think about the fact that you know, probably on any given night, every single player is dealing with some type of injury, you know, whether it's just general soreness or an actual like targeted specific injury, you know, yeah, of course you're, you're dealing with that all the time. And then you're on the road and you're sleeping in foreign beds and you're switching time zones, especially if you're playing, like if you're the Canucks and you're switching time zones back and forth all the time. And so like, it's just, it's a, it takes a toll on your body. That's for sure. And, um, you know, uh, I have so many problems with the with the LA Kings, and we've joked on this show in the past about um, the, the criminality of that organization and all the problems <laughs> that they have had in the last uh, you, you know year or so, and, and we've mined that for laughs. Uh, ultimately, it's not all that funny, really. Like if we're being serious and not like, wow, sports are goofy, aren't they? Like <laughs> oh. uh, it is funny to make fun of the Kings as an organization, but I have huge problems with the way that they just like voided that Mike Richards contract because uh, like let's be real about that they didn't have a problem with Mike Richards drug problem here's coming the rampage hey are you yeah. feeling it he's, a he's about to start they didn't have a problem yeah. with his drug yeah. issues they had a problem with him underperforming for what they were paying him and decided to use that as an excuse to get out of that contract and ease their salary cap situation that's what they did and it's fucking despicable honestly it is absolutely there it is. Despicable. It's officially around. there it is it, it is though like because like look whatever personal problems he might have had away from the rink if it's mental health issues whatever there's also the just the battering that your body takes and Percocet like we said is a painkiller he was addicted to high level painkillers the game made him this way and then it abandoned him when he bottomed out and that's fucking bullshit that's not you can't do that to people like that you have a responsibility as as an organization <laughs> and as a league and as a players union to step in and take care of someone in that situation not fucking void his contract and be like oh, oh our salary caps looking sweet now Nice. That There's was, been a few episodes since we've had one. It I was, feel bad for laughing because I agree with everything you're saying, yeah. but it was also really great. It's very true. But I, nice I, I love back. seeing you get worked up. Like, it's <laughs> it's awesome. Well, it was funny because you posted basically that verbatim on your yeah. Facebook a couple days ago, and I'm like, he is going to basically say, he's going <laughs> to rampage about this on the pod. I can feel it coming. But you're totally right. I mean, and the weird thing about the Richards thing is that just never happened before. Like, there's no precedent for that. No, like, there's lots of yeah. people who have had substance abuse issues or off-ice issues or personal issues or whatever, and we've never seen a team, in the NHL at least, just void a contract because of those issues. Because he is not acting in a manner that is becoming for a player of this organization. Now, you know, beat your wife, whatever, <laughs> will stand by you all the way until you get deported, but... Well, Get caught with Percocet, buddy. 
Get the fuck out is of he, here. Is he just out of the league right now? Slava Richards? Voinov? Oh, Richards. Oh, I know Richards. Voinov is, but Richards is... Yeah, Richards is, is out. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he like even got any tryouts or no. anything no. this year. He's just been disappeared, basically. Yeah. yeah. And that's a guy who was in the Stanley Cup final... You know, three times in a span of like five years or something. Olympic like that. gold medal. Yeah. I do want to bring up my favorite instance of on ice trash talking I've ever seen, and it was uh, this kind of goes against the grain of we're being all like nice and and like serious, serious and stuff. But it was when Alex Burroughs scooped up the snow on the ice on, on Yo, the plate that of was stick good, yeah, and held it up to Richard's nose. Yeah, I mean, that's just that's <laughs> yeah, that was next great. level. That's unreal. Yeah, that was. Really but good. it's uh, you shouldn't have done that. That's no, no, no. You know what? Like, I know we were just making a big deal out of how serious it is, but that is fucking hilarious, <laughs> and I will give it up for that. Yeah. So, uh, do, I think my favorite trash enjoy. talk is uh, that I've heard in the NHL was Claude Giroux when he just very casually like skated by Phil Kessel and he was like, "Hey, Phil, have you had a Coke today?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, not cocaine, but, like, a Coca-Cola. And Phil was like, huh? And he's like, have you had a Coke today or a Pepsi? And Phil's like, what? And then they drop the puck, and the game just starts. <laughs> well, Alex Burroughs, I can't remember who it was. I think it was a member of the Detroit Red Wings who was ripping on him for being a potato farmer. That's also a classic. Oh, it was um, yeah, Aaron good. Downey. That's what I thought, yeah. Aaron Downey. I was yeah, because he Steve actually Downey, does. Like, Downey, he's yeah, never okay. been on the Red Because he actually does own a potato farm oh, in PI. Yeah. And Burroughs like, did the research before the game. Oh, yeah, and research so is always key. It was in the uh, the opening like warm-up skate or whatever. Burroughs skated by him and said, like, hey, Go back to your potato farm. <laughs> well, he probably has. He's probably going to have a better <laughs> post NHL career than Burroughs, realistically. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty great. But you know, you you do a, a weekly interview segment for for Schnarp. I used to, yeah. Uh, uh, called the Magical Question Fun Time, and you that's were talking right. to guys about about beaking other players. On yeah, the ice, and a, a ton of research does go into that. Oh, absolutely, and guys at every level, junior A, whatever, like. Uh, college absolutely research goes on um yeah like finding out who the guy's girlfriends are making jokes about that uh stuff like that i've heard rumors of like cell phones being brought on the bench and texts from that girl and the player being shown to the other player <laughs> on the ice um my favorite answer to that though was uh was uh parker bowles uh who plays for the tri-city americans very talented player and he said that he just likes to ask really ridiculous questions off the face off just to like more disarm guys. He doesn't like do any trash talking whatsoever. He'll just like go to the face off and he'll ask a guy like if he wants to trade sticks. <laughs> and the guy, he said the guy will be like, what? And he'll be like, can I just use your, like, do you want to trade? Can I just use your stick? And the guy will be like, what the, f-? and then the puck gets dropped. And then he's like, the guy's standing there like, what the hell are you talking about? Um, and then also another good instance of that was when I asked the question to Jackson Playfair, a very funny guy. He's now playing for Dalhousie, but he played for uh, Tri-City in Spokane. And he said that he wouldn't tell me the player, but that he told him that uh, it was a shorter player on another team. And he told him that Willy Wonka was calling him to go back to the chocolate factory. <laughs> and then I found out like three episodes of Magical Question Fun Time later that it was Ty Ronning because Ty Ronning <laughs> said that he was like, oh, he's like, I don't really beak anybody. But one of the funniest beaks I, without reading my interview with Jackson, yeah, yeah. he's like, one of the funniest beaks I ever heard was I think someone told me to go back to the chocolate factory. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, my God, it was Jackson Playfair. That's Cliff Ronning's son. I That's Cliff Ronning's yeah. son, yeah. And he's like 5'7", yeah. or whatever. He's tiny. So, yeah. 
<laughs> he set, he uh, he scored his first WHL goal and celebrated so hard he fist pumped his glove off. And so then all the Giants started doing that all year. He just did this huge fist, and there's like video clips of it. It's so funny, and he fist pumps, and his glove just flies off. And there's no way of looking cool after you do that. So be, yeah, so it just became this big joke on the Giants. So guys would score goals and then just like drop their gloves. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's good times trash talking well man. i love, I love ju- it junior hockey they can kind of get away with a lot more of that stuff like there was, oh yeah i think it was the kamloops blazers did uh, blazers did the nhl 94 celebration mm. a few years ago yeah after they won a game which yeah. is so awesome yeah, yeah just they, they had, the, they they had their the sticks, sticks all in the air and then they just like bumped bodies yeah <laughs> just like an nhl <laughs> is it there was, video of that? yeah yeah, yeah video it's great yeah, okay it's we'll good. post that on our twitter and yeah. facebook yeah this we'll week. post it on our show blog after yeah. episode 50 when we finally get the blog started uh, we're we can, gonna retroactively do a blog for every episode we can, yeah. we can talk about hockey that's like on a little bit more of a positive note because i mean there are some positives like i want to like you know we've we've been extremely negative over the course of the summer about every single thing that the canucks have done basically stefan and i in particular and john that's to be expected of you but. yeah <laughs> fuck those losers <laughs> but like you know, I got to be at least a little bit positive about the things that are to be positive about. But uh, Like know. the fact that you guys gave us Frankie Corrado. That's not great. That's something to be negative about. We'll talk about that first. The, the team basically choosing. He's <laughs> doing a victory lap around the entire kitchen right now. With the microphone in hand. It's very impressive. <laughs> Okay, they how, were, how many points for Corrado this year, do you think? 13! Yeah, I was going to say, like, set the over-under at 15, and John's taking the under. I'll take, yeah, but I think, but he's going to be on the team, which yeah. is great. Yeah, yeah. They're already going to put him on the NHL team, and I, I just, I trust Mike Babcock when he just goes like, yeah, we saw him on waivers, I watched some tape, and I thought, yeah, that guy could be on my team right now. And he looked like an NHL player two years ago. And then, uh, you know, the year that... Uh, it was it was literally one playoff game that he played is the reason he's waiver eligible. Yes. Which, Be- so, which was like, the, like, the one got that got swept, swept by in, San yeah. Jose. Yeah. Amazing. Down 3 yeah. nothing. the 4 nothing game. Is the if he one didn't that... play that game, he's still a Canuck right now. Yeah. And, well, he's a Utica Comet. Well, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Benning's just not that smart, is he? Guys? No, because he's he was really asked not. point blank, or Lyndon was asked, because Benning didn't want to do the talking on no, this one. No, of course, why not? Uh, you know, by, I believe it was Blake Price on TSN Radio. Makes the, sense. Was, was said, you know, pointed out that uh, you could have just put Chris Higgins on a long-term injured reserve, sent down Ben Hutton to the minors, put Higgins on injured reserve, then called back Hutton, and Corrado and Hutton are both on the team, and you don't risk losing him for nothing. And uh, Lyndon basically point-blank was like, yeah, you know, uh, we thought about that. We knew we could do it. It sounded like he was hearing that idea for the first time. Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, yeah, he, was uh, just, <laughs> he was just like, oh, Yeah, fuck. no, no, we thought, yeah, we thought of that. We, for sure. We definitely Absolute, knew yeah. we could do that. We knew that, yeah, for but sure. But we, we chose not to. Yeah, uh, which the like Benning spoke today, being like, ah, oh, <laughs> we just uh, we, th- we thought that uh, he'd be better served to play that. Uh, well, lots of really good Jim Benning impression. No, this is a good Jim Benning impression. Lots of games down there in the American League. I've never heard him talk. We just didn't want him to be the number eight guy in the NHL, so it is what it is. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that's good. That was <laughs> actually Jim Benning. Sounded like that grim- was a clip. Of sounded Jim like Benning. grimace from McDonald's. I don't even that's... think he has a voice, but I just imagine that's what he sounds like. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it was like, it sounds like Lyndon's response was kind of like when you're like 12 or 13 years old and your friends are talking about sex <laughs> and they're like, and, and you're just like, and you're pretending not to hear it for the first time. Like, yeah, do you like, do you like, I watched this video last night of a girl giving a guy a blow job. Like, have you ever like you, you do you want to blow? You're like, yeah, yeah, I know what a blow job. Yeah, I know what it is for sure. Well, like, it's like 40 year old virgin. It's like Blake Price is like, uh, so what's the injured reserve? And he's like, oh, it's like a bag of sand. Yeah, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> right, I'll just uh, put them on their injured reserve and we're we don't want to do that. I think at this rate, I don't know. Like, I, I like some of the stuff that Canucks have done in, in the preseason. But <laughs> I, if, if things keep going, is Trevor Lindon the first player that will get his number unretired? By oh, I hope so. Well, I think we have we talked about that in the past. Well, we've before? talked about how they shouldn't have any of those numbers retired. So I say <laughs> unretire much. all of them. But, you know, I'm quite excited about the fact that Jared McCann is on the team. He looks good. He Retire like, his number. He looked like one of the best players in preseason. And, uh, you know, it was one of those things where, like, oh, Hutton and McCann are lighting it up. But are they going to be able to stick? Because we have these two fucking plugs that we never should have signed in the first place who are taking up the natural roster well, Which spots plugs are you talking Because there's a lot players. of plugs. That would be Lucas Spisa and Brandon Sutter, who basically... Okay, I thought you were talking about Lyndon Vey or Brandon Prust. Yeah. No, well, you guys got too. a lot of bad players. <laughs> yep, plenty. Yeah, lots. To go Us too. Lots and it's great. lots and it's gonna lots. Be a fun year. All the Brandons. Great. I don't think there's a good Brandon out there. Mm. Maybe Brandon. Sod. Wait, we had Nick Millen last yeah. year too. Yeah. Brandon Sod, I think, is, is about the it. only good. Br- uh, Dubinsky also. I'm not. I He's average. Like him. I guess. So all the good Brandons are in Columbus. We got all the <laughs> shitty ones here in Vancouver. <laughs> And uh, I li- I'm like imagining a commercial, like just for NHL, like feature. Is your name Brandon? <laughs> Are you good at hockey? Come, Come to, to Columbus. Columbus. Come to Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> we already have two quite good Brandons, <laughs> but we could use a third. Have you heard of Ryan Johansson? He could use another winger. We tried to convince him to change his name to Brandon. We tried. He not wouldn't happening. do it. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was why he held out last year. <laughs> yeah. He was yeah. like, I'm not going to be Brandon Johansson. <laughs> There's there's Brandon Peary on the Florida Panthers. He had 22 goals. Okay, yeah, last he's year. okay. Yeah, he had 22 goals and two assists. That's the Very, Cy Young. Right? That's the, he, awesome. he must have won the Cy Young last year. I like year that. Yeah, the, uh, pretty nice. much. But yeah. the, I guess the Canucks have like a history of shitty Brandons. Brandon Reed also. Yeah, but hey, I like Brandon I Reed. Brandon Reed him. was great. Yeah, I kind of liked him. Like, remember, that, remember that wraparound goal he scored? Remember that game there? He had like three points yeah. against the Predators. Remember his and Cooper never helmet? Did anything ever again? Remember he was like five foot four? Yeah. Remember everyone. Great memories. Remember all the Jasons too? Jason Krog, King, Jason King, Garrison. That was one of my Garrison. Fa- that's one of my favorite uh, NHL line names. Was uh, the King on the Sedines, the mattress line? Yeah, that's great. The King and two twins. I like that. And yeah. speaking of Jason great, King, great line nickname. It's a cautionary tale not to get too excited about uh, some a rookie making a big flash in training camp. Uh, such as you know Ben Hutton, for example. They're both average, yeah, barely average. Well, he was good for like twenty games, and then where did Ben forever. Hutton come from? Ben um, Hutton was University in uh, of Maine. Yeah, oh. I think he was drafted last year. Oh, okay. He played the Undrafted he played the AHL. No, no, he was oh, drafted oh. four years ago. Oh, okay. it's a Gillis draft pick. Yeah. Oh, okay. and he played in the AHL playoffs last year, and now he's like, a, oh, okay. This is is like he related to Carter Hutton? Season. Uh, is that the Nashville Predators goal? That's correct. Uh, I don't know. I remember that save he made last year. Unreal save yeah. against the Leafs. Yeah, but um, you know, McCann making the team fun. Peterborough Brand- Pete, right? Brandon Sutter. Brandon no, Sutter. No, um, 
Sault Ste. Marie Greyhound. Brandon Sutter on merit should be like the 13th forward right now. He should not be in the opening day. Let's just put it this way. He would never play in Columbus. (laughs) 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 And they have him lined up on the first line next to the Sedins, which is where he was in the final game of preseason. He looked like the worst Sedin line mate like ever. Like I, I honestly think Wade Brookbank I was about to say yeah. was better as a Sedin line mate than Brandon Sutter, who couldn't even take like the simplest of passes into the corner in that preseason game. But they're going to leave him there for the season opener against Calgary uh, and leave Jake Vertanen out of the lineup because because he's a bum. Because told what you, the Jake Vertanen's fuck a bum. Is going on like here. five episodes ago. We should probably yeah. stop talking about the Canucks. Yeah, probably. Are... Let's talk about Yarmir Yager growing his mullet back because that's more fun than uh, oh Canucks. Well, let's just say that it's great. Yeah. What else do you say about it? Yeah. There's no one's gonna like. I'm not gonna say it's bad. We yeah. all agree that it's he the said best he, thing ever. He said he was growing it back, and I, uh, you know, the guy who was the Panthers beat writer George something whatever Strombolopoulos he, yeah he asked him his like, name's George Richards I yeah I, I think is. you're right George Richards asked, George like, Michael but. he's like I'm growing the mullet back <laughs> why gotta have faith why faith. why are you growing the mullet back and his answer was because I have to <laughs> It's the only possible. Can't answer. argue with that. I think Luongo was the one who uh, yeah, got started spearheaded yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it seemed like he started it on like Twitter the day before, and then Yager the very next day announced that he was bringing yeah. it back. Just think how many eighteen-year-old Czech models he's going to crush now <laughs> that he's got a mullet going on. They can hide in his mullet. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be great. Like a kitten. <laughs> yeah. Like the kitten in your beard. Yes. It's a callback, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a professional we'll, comedian. We'll move on from <laughs> hockey to the national. Football League, where there's a couple Football. things going on, but we'll begin with the Bennett brothers because they both basically dropped. If we had recordings for them, like clip of the week material for us this one week. One plays baseball, right? Uh, no, no, one plays for the Bears and one plays for Martellus is the tight end. Yeah, I know that. Michael. And Michael Bennett is a defensive end for the uh, Seahawks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, and they, oh, I didn't realize they were related. They are brothers, and they both had uh, some of the greatest quotes that we will ever. Oh, amazing! Well, because I think uh, Martellus's quote was a bit earlier in the week. Yeah, Martellus's was on Sunday uh, when they were playing. Um, I don't know who the Bears were playing on Sunday. The Oakland. Bears played Oakland. Yeah, Oakland, and, and they uh, beat them somehow. Those goddamn sons of bitches! They fucked up my whole pool situation. <laughs> And Bennett was asked about his quarterback, Jay Cutler, and whether or not he is... Uh, Smoking Jay. ...criticized too often. And the quote that he gave Patrick Finley of the Chicago Sun-Times is, they threw rocks at Jesus, and Jesus was an excellent guy who did a lot of awesome stuff. <laughs> you can't really argue with that. No. And then Finley... You can't. Finley, after reporting that tweet, uh, reporting that quote in a tweet, went on to tweet, before comparing Jay Cutler to Jesus, Martellus Bennett compared him to Keanu Reeves in the movie The Replacements. <laughs> Which was a role akin to Jesus. Well, see, I thought it was going to be Keanu, Re- Keanu Reeves in The Matrix when he was playing like a Christ-like figure. Yeah, instead he compared him to a fucking scab quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, it's literally in the name of the movie, The Replacements. There's a lockout. The players aren't here. And uh, Jay Cutler is a lot like the best guy that they could find without going into the players' union. (laughs) uh, It's awesome. I I mean, yeah, there's there's literally nothing wrong with anything that he said there. It reminded me, too, like I imagine him saying it with the Terrell Owens, like, that's my quarterback. <laughs> with the huge wraparound shades. Yeah, with the shades. huge wraparound yeah, shades on with tears. with tears coming down. That's, 
they make they talk about him every week, but that's my quarterback, man. <laughs> that's my quarterback. Uh, and I feel like Michael Bennett of the Seahawks was like simply trying to outdo oh. the amazing yeah. absurdity of and his brother's quote the day before. Did he ever? Yes. I want to see like what their text message conversations are like between the two <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah, Martellus just, just texts him on non-stop. Sunday night. See if you can top that one, bitch. <laughs> and he definitely did. Yeah, he did. Uh, and I don't. There's no audio or video of this, unfortunately. But I, I would actually maybe say this is the greatest sports quote of all time potentially um so this is uh michael bennett was asked about uh, detroit lions quarterback matthew stafford and this is, what is, michael, this, is this before the game or afterwards? this is after the game so the greatest post-game quote of all time yeah uh so michael bennett said he's from dallas they killed president uh john f kennedy i hold that against him <laughs> And the headline is just simply, Michael Bennett holds JFK assassination against Lions, Matt Staff. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's in the film. If you check the Zapruder <laughs> film, Matt Stafford is like sitting just front row, there, yeah. orchestrating the whole thing. Well, he was probably aiming somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, JFK intercepted the magic bullet. <laughs> Oh, uh, my goodness. Do any Kennedys listen to this? I don't think so. I, don't, I doubt don't it. Are there, there any, any left? left? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's quite a few left. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, I mean, I like. I don't... I feel like a lot of people from shitty towns are also shitty. And I've talked about that on the podcast before. But I love the idea of just blaming anyone for a tragedy that has happened in that town. Well, because I, mean, I think... Um, what's his name? Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald is from New Orleans. Yeah. So and not... Michael Bennett's also from Louisiana, too, which makes it even funnier. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, might as well. Bl- I blame. I blame whoever. And while we were talking about NFL quotes at the moment, see... This is also clip of the week material, if there was audio of her reading it out. But New York Giants wide receiver Victor Cruz's fiance. (laughs) Tremendous. Went digging into his phone. And uh, we've talked quite a bit on this program throughout uh, the the run of the show uh, about side pieces. Side pieces. Seems to be a thing that just comes up again. Great moment. Again, if you haven't YouTubed it, Drake, side pieces at the ESPYs. Hilarious. Again and again and again and again, side pieces. And uh, this time, Victor Cruz's fiance sent out a group text to every single one of his side pieces and Victor Cruz as well. Yeah. Or maybe she sent it from, I think, yeah, she no, sent it I, from Victor Cruz's. I don't think so. I think no. she sent it from her phone because it says at the top yeah, in the screenshot, Victor to Cruz. Victor Cruz. Yeah. Okay. Hello, ladies. This is Elena, Victor Cruz's fiance. You all know about me, and I seem to be the topic of conversations in all of your conversations with Vic. I'm sure he's told you many of things about us and how we don't exist, but given the fact that you all meet him in hotel rooms only, we all know that is a lie. Just as he tells me, you all are whores and mean nothing to him. I figured since you all know about me, then I should introduce each one of you to each other so we can all know who we have all been fucking for the past several months. So ladies, meet one another and feel free to exchange notes. Kissy emoticon. So, so wait, does that mean that Jessica and I didn't have a real relationship? <laughs> We I just, only ever met in hotel rooms. Was so she wasn't my girlfriend? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's she what told I, me that I was the only one. That's what Elena's saying. Yeah, we didn't. I, think, I mean, I didn't. 
I really just like how honest it is. Yeah. It's like, well, you know, this is happening. Let's just uh, let's talk it out. Maybe we have something. Well, in there's common. obviously we she does something in common. She obviously doesn't care because yeah. she's obviously brought it up to him before, and he's like, no, 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 baby, baby, those are whores, baby. They're not you. They're just hoes. It's just on the road. I gotta. You know how it is. Gotta, I yeah no, but I you do. You seen me salsa? <laughs> I do, I do like how honest she was, and it's just like, well, this is happening. I feel like, like there's we'll a little deal like, with it the best I can. There's a little twinge of like Maury influence in there too, like when she drops the uh, hotel rooms line and goes, "We all know that is a lie." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just get like Maury. The lie detector test proved <laughs> that was a lie. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I, I really wish I could see the very next text message because she's like, oh, we should all discuss this or whatever. And I just know like the next quote would be like, yeah, that four inch dick dough or like whatever, <laughs> they t- however they talk. Well, there's one screenshot. There has to be more screenshots. Yeah, exactly. That's what so I mean. So hopefully by the next episode. We've How did anyone get a hold of this? Can I have no like, idea. Well, one of the people in the group text yeah, 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 message. Someone so. been like, yeah. yeah, that this is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> one last piece of NFL news before we move on to another league. Uh, we've to been another league. We've been asked in the past. We're going league to league this week, ladies and gents. We've been asked in the past to weigh in on uh, the the FanDuel DraftKings war and which Have side we? we fall on oh. in the coming battle between. Did these someone two. ask us that? Yeah, I think it was. I didn't uh, know that. Your buddy from film school. I play oh, FanDuel. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Anyways. I FanDuel. Um, really? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just I don't know why. Maybe not for long. Yeah, because FanDuel and DraftKings have been accused of crimes. <laughs> Serious crimes. And we're not just talking about their commercials, yes. ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Hey. Uh, <laughs> fucking awful commercials that don't just play during football games, but all the goddamn time on oh, the internet, yeah. on television, you cannot avoid it. But Nothing e- better ES- than when I'm ESPN's- watching Ellen DeGeneres' show. ESPN's cutting down all like most of their ads now, which is great. So cool. Yeah. The, the so NFL what's the is, like is this severing ties? Is this like a full tilt poker type thing? Uh, they're like being a... investigated by the New York Attorney General in a letter to both companies. Attorney General Eric T. Schneiderman, Schneiderman, Schneiderman <laughs> demanded the names, job titles, and descriptions of any employees who aggregate and compile a wide range of data that perhaps could be used to gain a personal advantage, including ownership percentages and pricing algorithms. Mister. Uh. Schneiderman did whatever a Schneiderman can, uh, a Schneider can, I guess, also demanded that the (laughs) companies turn over details of any internal investigations into their employees, including the one at the center of the current scandal, Ethan Haskell of DraftKings. They're basically alleging insider betting. Right, okay. Which makes sense. If I invented FanDuel, I would 1,000% insider bet on it. Yeah, and well, they were betting on, so the FanDuel employees were betting on on DraftKings, and the DraftKings employees were betting on FanDuel. Because there was was a rule where they couldn't use their own website. But, oh, you can use the other website, where the algorithms are probably very Very similar. similar. Yeah, of course. So... Well, and if you know starting percentages, it's a lot easier to win tournaments, yeah. for sure. And, uh, yeah, e- ESPN's Darren Ravel, uh, famous for never having made a woman orgasm, <laughs> reported that according to wow. a FanDuel spokesperson, DraftKings employees have won 0.3% of all money ever won at FanDuel. Do you know who the spokesperson was, by the way? No. It was Justine Sacco. Oh, nice. Remember the, that uh, woman? Really? The AIDS tweet. The AIDS tweet woman. Yeah. yeah. Really? Probably got a job with FanDuel and was like, well, this, you know, this would be nice. This under be the easy. radar. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, we have a huge scandal, Justine. <laughs> <laughs> You're up. 
this is your area of expertise. Make this go away for us, would you? That's amazing. Good for her. Back uh, on her feet. Real success story. And according to Ravel, FanDuel has given out close to $2 billion in its history, meaning DraftKings employees have won in the neighborhood of $6 million, assuming that Justin Sacco is telling the truth. And if they aren't telling the truth, Schneiderman is going <laughs> to find out. Uh, yeah, you can read more about this online, but uh, I think... Thank fucking God that somebody is doing something to get rid of these advertisements and these companies also. <laughs> but mostly the What's going to happen to my money on FanDuel? This is terrible. You, you, I got to cash out immediately. I'm going to have to. Well, that was like, I remember there was such a great story like when, um, well, not, I mean, not great for like the people involved, but like I think <laughs> when Full Tilt Poker or whatever, I think it was Full Tilt. Um, but one of the major poker sites, and I, I probably shouldn't get it wrong, but I th- I'm pretty sure it was Full Tilt. It was co-owned by like a lot of like by a couple poker players, professional poker players, and then they got investigated for like tax evasion, and the company like basically shut down. And then one of their and so like a lot of people had their money like trapped in this website. And in the case of some professional poker players, we're talking like millions of dollars. And uh, so the idea, I, th- I again, we I sh- really should be researching this, but I don't have a computer in front of me. But I think it was Todd Brunson, Doyle Brunson's son, who was like one of the co-owners, and basically like he would still show up to tournaments, and people would be like, "What the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> I have a million dollars on your site," and he would just give them like. $10,000 cash and be like, I'm sorry. And I'm if, sorry. Like I'm trying <laughs> like and whatever. If, and if they kept pressing him at that point as a bluff, he would just shit his pants with diarrhea. <laughs> to make them leave <laughs> good callback. Yep. That's awesome. He must have a good hand. So I, I have a question. How did you play on FanDuel? FanDuel. Yeah. How and why did you pick FanDuel over? That's Draft a great Kings? question. Uh, I don't really know. I, I think I didn't even really know that DraftKings existed for whatever reason. I just heard of, of FanDuel. You I haven't just been blasted by No, this. I honestly I don't I don't watch TV that often and uh I go I check uh um Roto World a lot for and they they have a deal with FanDuel, so I think I just went from there. DraftKings is like advertises heavily on podcasts. Oh, okay. Not yeah. this podcast, obviously. No one advertises on this <laughs> podcast. But if you'd Fresh like to <laughs> at real good pod or no real good pod at gmail.com, give us some of that sweet, sweet cash. <laughs> have we gotten any emails to that? Uh, just just that one that we got several weeks ago. <laughs> no, no, that's it. The rest of it is all just Twitter notifications letting me know when people follow us. So should probably turn those notification emails off too. Um, regardless. <laughs> no, we want to keep getting emails. Uh, true. I set up that account so we could get emails. <laughs> Absolutely. True. That's the key because there is literally no other way to contact us. So please email <laughs> Because no one oh. is using any other forms of communication in this 2015 age. Anything else in the NFL this week? I think that'll do it. I don't even know. I don't honestly don't know what we're talking about. Like, you bring up the topic. I just This is probably it. the most sports-heavy yeah. show. So it's like stuff way too organized today. So much stuff happened okay, this we week. Yeah. Two NHL topics. We have three NFL topics. We're going to move into the NBA now. Oh, here we go. There was See? an NBA Fuck. preseason game in Vancouver this past Great. Sunday oh, you night. Went. No, now I didn't. Hear about I really it. wanted to go. DeMar Carroll. I wanted to good. go so <laughs> bad. It's my two favorite teams. Yeah, the Clippers. The Clippers Blake Griffin and the Raptors. did a Space Jam reading <laughs> at halftime. <laughs> playing each other. Whatever. I wanted to go so bad, uh, but I just couldn't. Uh, couldn't. Couldn't.
couldn't make it work, couldn't afford it because not enough people have donated to our Patreon. <laughs> there you go. That's good. www.patreon.com slash show. And Justin still owes me money. So if you could please <laughs> donate to Patreon, I'm going to be collecting his share of the Patreon money for the next several months. Uh, but it was a great turnout. They announced like 19,000 fans in the building. Um, it looked a little bit like there were some empty seats in the lower bowl on TV. I watched the first half of it before. It was on TV? Yeah, oh, it was cool. on TSN 2. I didn't even know about this yeah? until just now. There oh, really? Billboards yeah. all over town for se- the like North. a month. Well, I know Bro. I know they have. I don't know it was a yearly thing. I thought it was every so often. Yeah. They, last year they did the, Fuck Brooklyn. the Raptors against the Sacramento Kings. Oh, and I believe okay. that so game no one went. sold out, actually. Yeah, which is shit. Yeah, and then that's what happened is people went last year and then they went, Dear Christ. <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone vomited, and then those like people didn't come back, so they had to try and turn so over no a one whole new to, crowd. Uh, to, to come see Lob City on their tour, through, Lob uh, City, Lob Lob City, Canada. Though, uh, they just came up for that Vancouver game. It's the Raptors who are going all across yeah. Canada. Which, yeah, they're playing games in such hubs as Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. It was kind of nice basketball though, hotbed to hear like the the NBA analysts on TSN, you know, doing the play-by-play for the game. And though at the same time really what the fuck else are they going to say other than just like I I really think that basketball could do well here if it were to come back. And it should come back cuz it's a completely different market than when it was when the team left. And let's like the team didn't leave <laughs> because the market was shitty. The team left because the dollar was shitty and the team was shitty. And the owner was shitty. Yeah basically yeah the whole thing i like uh that just made me think of like doc rivers came out today and said that he thought there should be a team in vancouver as well oh really and then i was just thinking of like jamie fox's impression of doc rivers on the (laughs) jimmy fallon show just so funny you can like never catch him in a lie just like (laughs) we did he did i don't know we we sucked i don't know i don't know what to tell you you think there should be a team in vancouver yeah i do i don't know (laughs) yeah we played here and it was nice there should be a team here i love it yeah i mean yeah, to like, I feel like the the mystique of players like desperately not wanting to play in Canada. I don't know if that's really a mystique. It's kind of like a an obvious fact. Yeah, well, I don't know if that really mid, the mid nineties anymore. Not though. anymore. It does the, still. Mark Burley it? talked about it. He he said that when he was with the White Sox, he would have never played for Toronto. Really, he was like, yeah, he's like a lot of, and that's how he's like. It's unfortunate, but that's how a lot of Americans feel. It's like a new country. That I mean, that's the thing about Americans, right? They're yeah, and I feel like Thomas Dickheads and they just like don't want to leave their country. Thomas Trance, when he was on the show a few weeks ago, was talking about Jalen Rose talking about uh, the Raptors and just being like, you know, beyond the money, being like funny and colored or whatever. Uh, like, we don't have ESPN on the TV. What the fuck? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. So for a lot of guys, I think it's just simple shit like that. I mean, for Burley, he couldn't bring his dogs here. So that was a bit of an oh, issue really? for him. Yeah, because he has pit bulls and they're oh. banned in Ontario. Oh, yeah. good for Ontario. <clears throat> good for you. But, but just, yeah, I mean, whatever, you know, NBA preseasons, what everyone listens to this podcast. Yeah, well, to hear speaking us talk of about, the NBA, what was will... the final score? Like 73-60 or I don't know. I fell it? asleep before it was over. Oh, so that's just, a ringing endorsement. I, I was up at yeah. 5 a.m. to work the run for the cure that morning. Mm-hmm. So it's probably a good thing that I didn't go to the game anyways. It was... <laughs> Bragger. It was really... I worked it. I didn't run it. <laughs> oh. Well, then you still worked. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It counts as bragging on this podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, boys, I went I came straight from work to this podcast. You're welcome. 
right on. Get over yourself. Oh my I know, God. right? Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, uh, we'll, we will move from the NBA preseason into NBA commentary, which takes us straight to the clip of the week. I like that all of our bumpers are just you saying the first syllable of the word a bunch of times in a row. Taffer. Clip of the. It's actually just because I'm nervous and I have a really bad stutter. Only when you're doing the bumpers, though. You're not nervous any other time. You just get really anxiety. Were you announcing at the Run for the Cure? No. It's time to cure cancer. I was giving away. Ladies and gentlemen. Stickers and. I work for a radio station X. I can't talk about it on this show. Hard bite potato chips and ocean snack kit tuna. So, whichever radio station happens to give those away all the time, that's the one I work for. Snack kit tuna. And because there were like thousands of runners at that event, we just got mobbed. It was like a zombie apocalypse situation. I had food. They were all hungry. And I was just like, oh, God, take it. Just take it. Please leave me alone. I know that definitely whenever I. I do a great amount of running. The first thing I want is tuna and crackers <laughs> in a plastic sleeve. <laughs> That's immediately what I feel as soon as the run ends. God, I got a hankering for some tuna. It's got to be on a sleeve, though. Yeah, exactly. Oh, what is this? Fresh seared ahi tuna? Fuck you. <laughs> Put that in a plastic a, sleeve, you son of a make bitch. It wet I want crackers. And in a can. Yeah. That is Gluten dry. Free crackers at that. Oh god. <laughs> 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 Thanks for contributing to the cause. Here's some tuna. Uh, and what else did you have? That sounded bad. Hard too. bite potato oh, chips. Oh Christ. Those are good. They're yeah, they're okay. Good. But it's like, like here, food. Yeah, yeah, here. Have some tuna and the tenth ranked potato chips. We were right next to the the booth for um, Happy Planet. Okay, juice. yeah. So they was were, Gregor chilling. No, no, but they also got just absolutely mobbed. So okay, but that's reasonable. Yeah. Happy Planet. Yeah, at a so run. they grabbed their juice and then they came next door to get their tuna for me. Boo. <laughs> Remember Boo. when we were going to talk about the clip of the week? No. no. <laughs> I it never was, remember it anything. It was the entire reason why I brought up the NBA. Why you brought up Tuna? Uh, clip of the Week <laughs> comes to us this week from <laughs> ESPN's first You know what take. this makes me think of for some reason? That movie Shark Tale wasn't like one of the badasses in that movie, like a Tuna? Or like one of the Goombas for the like, because it was what they were like, Mafia Sharks? Is that the Will sharks? Smith one? Yeah, and they yeah, all looked Angelina like... Jolie. Yeah, and I think... They, they all looked like the celebrity who voiced them, so there had to be like a sexy fish. I've never yeah. seen it, like but Angelina I remember Jolie. stuff about it, which is like super upsetting. Yeah, yeah. I think like the gangster because was Martin like Scorsese a Tuna. Because Martin Scorsese is the fish in that movie. Also. Oh, that's oh, right. right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Anyway, we'll look up like more about this. Scorsese fish. Uh, we play the clip. ESPN. That was awesome. Martin Scorsese. Score Sharksy. Yeah. Was that his name uh, in, the, maybe, in the movie? Probably. Score, Martin Scorsese. Yeah. Mart Finn. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. Mart Finn Score Sharky. Oh, Marlin. Marlin. There it is. Yeah, okay. It yeah. better have been. Marlin that. Sword Fishy. Yeah, but we, we flew too close to the sun. Yeah. <laughs> ESPN's first take. 
the worst television show in known existence, <laughs> hosted by noted windbag Stephen A. Smith. Noted windbag, I like that. And uh, fucking, uh, you know, the other oh, yeah, who's right. on that with him, Doucher. Skip Bayless. They host it oh. together. It's How is that a real name? You know what I mean? Goddamn Skip worst Bayless? thing that exists. And uh, uh, last week on the show, I believe. Oh my god, Shark Tale was the second highest opening for a DreamWorks animated film ever, behind Shrek. 2. What's on the uh, IMDb message board? For <laughs> I haven't got there, but uh, I'll g- I will shortly. Um, continue. Uh, yes. So, so. Oh, Angelina Jolie is an angelfish because that's her name, right? She's, Makes sense. She's a sexy fish too. Sexy fish. Uh, it doesn't appear there's any tuna in here though, so I have fucked up. Sorry, Stephen guys. A. Smith last week tried to um, be like an exclusive story that only I can bring to the ESPN airwaves about where Kevin Durant of the Oklahoma City Thunder wants to go as an unrestricted Toronto, free agent. Toronto, right? Isn't it Toronto? He said that uh, he was going to go to the Los Angeles Lakers and basically replace Kobe as the new face of the Lakers franchise. And uh, to which Durant came out and basically said, you know, Stephen A. Smith is just full of shit. I don't know him. Nobody in my family knows him. None of my friends know him. Nobody talks to this guy. He's just a big liar, basically, is what Stephen A. Smith, is what Durant said about Stephen A. I know I'm laughing about the Shark Tank or Shark Tale IMDb board. <laughs> Continue. Okay, Stephen A. Smith is a liar, is what Kevin Durant said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and he is, obviously. Yeah. I'm a close personal friend of LeBron James. <laughs> and Stephen A. Smith responded by saying that Kevin Durant is way too sensitive. And he proved that it's Durant who is the overly sensitive one by openly crying about being called a liar for 10 minutes on national television, which peaked with this glorious clip of the week right here. They're wrong, too. And the sensitivity that these guys are showing, they are making unnecessary enemies. Mm -hmm. I am not one of them. I won't be. I got too much love and respect for who these guys are and what they mean to my community. But I will say this lastly, you don't want to make an enemy out of me. And I'm looking right into the camera and I'm going to say it again. You do not want to make Mm -hmm. an enemy out of me. I'm not having it. I've done nothing wrong and I'm not going to tolerate it. Let me stop you there. That's all I got to say. And I appreciate everything you just said. Do you realize you do not need to defend yourself on this this issue? Yes, I do. Your track record as a reporter, doesn't just speak for itself, it screams for itself. Thank you, Skip Bayless, for putting basically the perfect button on that clip of the week. Your track record doesn't just speak for itself, it screams Screams. for itself, and it screams, you're a fucking bullshitting liar who doesn't know I think that's as close as Skip Bayless has ever gotten to being like, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Yeah, so that's... Evil Muppet Stephen A. Smith. And he tries to get, like, Skips tries to stop him. In conversation with worn down leather handbag Skip Bayless. And uh, how long did you think about those uh, metaphors? (laughs) I wasn't watching the video, but does he look at the camera when he He does? Yeah, he does. Okay, I'll look in the camera. That'd have been awesome if he didn't. Yeah, he like he goes and he he thinks he's he's, he's going to look at the hard camera and he's yeah. (laughs) 
That'd be amazing. So what does he think that Kevin Durant is trying to like personally injure him, or is he just talking about the people who well, he's were basi- like making fun he, of he's him? He's basically complaining that Durant is like biting the hand that feeds because Durant is the reigning MVP in the NBA and that he only has that award because people like Stephen A. Smith went out and told the nation that he's the best. Oh, right, okay. It's like that whole like media complex, like hockey players are bad if they don't talk to the media yes. after they lose. And Skip Bayless is uh, a basketball analyst who thinks that LeBron James is an untalented basketball player. So to, Kev- to, St- to Skip Bayless... Kevin Durant is not the best player in basketball. He's just a weapon that Bayless can wield against LeBron, basically. Right, I see. So, you know, kudos to Durant for being like, this is a bunch of fucking bullshit. Y'all don't know me. You've never spoken to anyone that I know. And I, like, basically, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith is trying to say that he knows more about where Kevin Durant is going to end up than Kevin Durant does. And his family. And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, good for him, really. It's pretty ballsy. I yeah. wish I really wish we had ESPN up here. Yeah. Yeah. The level of just like it goes beyond just pure egomania to like megalomania. He's a maniac, basically. He's basically making threats. He yeah. stares straight no, he into the camera threats. and is like, I'ma murder your whole family <laughs> yeah. if you ever fuck around with me again. Basically yeah. like I'm gonna say it again, <laughs> just in case you thought I didn't say it originally. I will kill you, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and Stephen Smith is like five foot six. Like, what does he think he's going to do? And he has I can't wait to see Jay Farrow do an impersonation of this on Saturday Night Live because it's going to be the best. disgusting pencil mustache. Like, it's, it's like a Vincent Price goatee is Stephen yeah. A. Smith. You know what? I'm just going to come out right now and say Stephen A. Smith. Fuck you! Come after me, bro. I would love to. I would love. I'd fucking love. He's it. the official enemy. This of is Real yeah. Good this show. is the official enemy. You, I'll, I have no problem making an enemy out of you. You're a fucking clown. And speaking of official uh, enemies or players, are the Real Good Show official tennis player, Jeannie. female tennis player, Jeannie Bouchard, tried to get tough. back on the court this weekend and was very dizzy and started crying. Now she to the show. No, she didn't puke, but she just had a really. Tough game, and she had to retire halfway through the still game. So she's still recovering. Room. Yeah, she's, so she's re- never going to play again. Is that what you're saying? It's very possible she It'll, could be. She could Stane be finished said, forever. Be a while. I was just making a joke because you said retire. I know that's like a tennis term, but it's also like a job. I got term. you. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, so, good, no good. I, yeah. It, was, it was too good for me to even it get went it. over your head. You know what I mean? Let's yeah. keep explaining that. I think if, as this well because no because like, it's like um, a minute I mean, and a half, maybe two and a half. Yeah, no, I was like, well, it's a, it's like, oh, she's retiring from tennis altogether. As opposed to just the the match, the one the one match. Oh yeah, because yeah, yeah. they would say like retire in tennis. That's the term for like withdrawing yeah. from the match. That's but like they the say term. retire for. They some say reason. retire, and when you yeah. retire from tennis, you withdraw from tennis yeah. too. It, it, they reverse. Yeah, tennis. and like if you had said that That's true. she resigned from tennis, I could have thought that maybe she resigned with tennis. Yeah, but, yeah. So then she that almost like, works more as like a visual thing. I think. <laughs> Yeah, because you're thinking but, of the actual like signing yeah. of the paper. This is a really good episode. This is great podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Tremendous um, content. Speaking of Shark Tale. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the IMDB message board. This is my favorite post. There's, there's quite a few. Someone legitimately wrote a five-paragraph response to Shark Tale on the message board. But this is my favorite one. Uh, posted November 11th, 2014. So a good nine years after the movie <laughs> came out. By B. Regand. The title of the post is Scary Ugly Fish Faces. <laughs> <laughs> Which is uh, 
how I have described people in my life previously. <laughs> it says, I've never heard of this movie. Was it released theatrically? Which, again, as we explained, the movie made almost $400 million at the box office. I saw it on TV one day and thought, damn, those are some ugly fish. They spelled damn like I said it. <laughs> Cheap, crappy animation, bad writing, annoying voices. Was this marketed at kids or adults? These fish faces are even more frightening than the human faces in the Polar Express. <laughs> I like how he found the IMDb page and was like, was this in theaters? Yeah, exactly. So he like Googled it apparently. Yeah, so he went to the IMDb page, saw that it made that much money because that's right on the first he page. He saw who was in it. Saw who was in it. Like, like, this yeah, is probably direct Who are even to these DVD? people? Yeah. Will Smith? I never heard of him. And it turns out, I am the author of that post. <laughs> <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Uh, not actually. We'll go now from the clip of the week into the Twitter mailbag. And it's going to be a short one because we had so much sports. Are to we talk skipping about this Taffer week. Tracker this week? Yeah, I don't think there's anything. Well, I'll just. We don't have to play the theme song. My no, no, no. Yeah, no yes, if we're going to do, do it, we okay, have to play we the theme song. What am I talking song? about? <laughs> Everyone's going to be Can you play it at, like, at two times speed? <laughs> I want to hear what. Oh, that'd be amazing. Can you do that for me? that up. Can you do that? Uh, probably not live, but in post. Okay. Good. Yeah. Let's speed their shit up. Yeah. Not because I want to hear it faster, but I just want that sound effect. I'm going to talk over the beginning of it again, aren't I? I always fucking I do know. that. Time for the Taffer Tracker. You get a ten dollar raise per hour. You can throw your own employee through a glass. How do you like when he slaps you in the face? How do you defend yourself if you yell at my wife? You guys think this is okay? I have a reputation, and I have to protect it. And you will destroy it. I'm leaving. I'm not resting in your bar. I think you actually missed a great segue there. You should have been like, speaking of scary, ugly fish faces. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Taffert. Uh, so today's Taffer tracker, uh, seven hours ago, John Taffer tweeted about time McDonald's made a change. Hashtag all day breakfast. That's it for the Taffer tracker folks. The man oh, loves God. himself. Good some night. Fuck. I just blew that. You got to do it. I, the man loves him some McDonald's breakfast. I'm gone. Good night. There we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry, he made that uh, recommendation to them probably and again we we just we talked As about a this world bar- renowned bar scientist yeah we talked about this well he knows what drives his bar if you can get a sausage mcmuffin at 2 a.m <laughs> you're more likely to stay out <laughs> later i know i would personally i don't even drink but i would stay out later if it meant a sausage mcmuffin at the end of the night i'll tell you that right now <laughs> but here's the thing we don't have it in Canada. Yeah. So it's time we get on Taffer to uh, push McDonald's yeah. to bring and let us north experience the, the joy. You did just call him an ugly fish face. so Scary ugly fish oh, okay. face for the record. Yeah. But yeah. You could have been talking about Ronald McDonald. Though. I could have been talking That's about true. whoever you want. That could have yeah. been the segue. Whatever you want. Regardless. We'll go now to the Twitter mailbag. It's going to be a Twitter brief one. Bag. Yeah, short one. Uh, this, no one this, has good questions. This question came done. in yesterday from friend of the show at or Hanaconda at uh, C... And whatever. Um, <laughs> Great start. She says. Great start. I have a question. What kind of football do they play in high schools in Canada? Are there U.S. rules, Pop Warner leagues, or anything? And somebody of the three of us answered this question on Twitter. Me. And blatantly lied to her. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Did you lie? Did you not know the answer? 
No, I think I just, I guess I got it wrong. John <laughs> said high schools play CFL rules, as do the universities. There are some junior leagues that play NFL rules. but Okay, well, the universities for sure play Canadian do rules. Do they? Yeah. I'm, yeah, they do. 100%. Okay, because yeah. high schools definitely do not. Oh, okay. No, high schools don't, but universities do, because okay. they have the wide they have the wide field and everything. And yeah, yeah, no, yeah. universities 100%. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. Maybe I've not. Only ever. No, they do. But I mean, maybe don't trust me because I thought high school. I just assumed the high school. That high did schools are like because, grooming them yeah, for exactly. the university game, which makes sense. Yeah, no. But I like the idea of there being like outlaw rebel leagues that play four down football <laughs> with fair catches. Um, yeah. yeah I, here's the thing: we Hanaconda is obviously a dedicated listener of the show. And that, to me, seemed like an offensive question because she was like, well, what do you even do in Canada? And she, if I remember correctly, lives in Buffalo. Yeah. So you know what? I mean, just take a trip. Buffalo is basically. I think she's Canada. north of Buffalo, also, which takes Perfect. her so even that closer. Is Canada, yeah, you're yeah. in. Why don't you just hop across the border to Niagara Falls, go check out a game or I don't know. Google. Try that. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We're I'm probably not, wrong. Like we, yeah, yeah. I'm probably. wrong. I think our hit rate on questions, in terms of like, is is you know correct or whatever, uh, like I don't know, ten percent. To be fair, a lot of the questions are really dumb because they're like, but what? so are we though? Yeah, no, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, also very extremely stupid. <laughs> yeah, of us. Uh, but we have a question. You know what? Here. I bet Hannah's in university. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's obviously not that smart. I mean, and just not putting it together, you know what I mean? Yeah, and she hasn't given us any money, so it all Wow, wow. It all... Hannah, if you're listening, and I assume you are, we love you, you're great. Don't listen to these guys. <laughs> but we... Well, listen God, to John you, about the university thing. Yeah, but. you know our podcast is really, like, we're really bad people when Stefan's the magnanimous one. <laughs> That's when you know you've really had a hard time. But we have a question here. <laughs> Which will take us right into the Lucas Pisa would do of the week. Lucas Pisa is the best Beautiful. You know what that reminds me of? Like a 90s commercial for pasta. <laughs> <laughs> Come down to Olive Garden and meet Lucas Pisa. No, like not even that good. Like reg- unlimited like- giveaways. <laughs> or the old spaghetti. Like, yeah, like or like no, not even restaurants. I was thinking of like ragu. Oh, like Jesus. ragu pasta yeah, sauce, yeah. but just like buy your so. I can't sing. You guys get it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, the question for the I feel like Lucas Pisa would like do of the week tonight. comes from Baby Dean at Dean Worldwide, who asks, would you rather get adult braces for three years or have Spiza play out his contract with Vancouver? Well, you could just get Invisalign. That's not, that, is that a cop-out? Like, it has to be like full-on. Yeah, pro- and like bright neon okay. colored. Because like, I, I had Invisalign. Okay, yeah. And it's great. I feel like they're still somewhat, they're still noticeable. They're not as bad as adult brands. Yeah, I don't have them on right now. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, I mean, they're way less noticeable than... Yeah. Full on braces. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, also way less sure. noticeable than Lucas Pisa's abhorrent play on Yeah, this. I don't know. That's a tough one. I think I'd go with the braces. I hate Spiza. Three years is a well, long time to have adult braces. Three years though. is a long time to have Lucas Pisa on your team. Yeah. The I rest of your that. life is a long time to have no balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah, you would take uh, yeah, exactly. braces. braces like, are, really, yeah. like, you really set the bar incredibly yeah, high. Yeah, I know. We're going from balls There's, to braces. Yeah, exactly. Like You said you would cut your balls off. 
So like realistically, and I said it very casually too. It's kind of like well, it's because we were rushing it because we were rushing the Lucas Visa would yeah. do is at the very end, and I was like, oh, we didn't even do it, and then you're like, ah, I'd cut my balls off. Yeah, I'll, I'll and you really didn't. Then. You really didn't think about you the take implications. The of that. Yeah, I don't think we've gotten one where it's like I'd rather have Spiza on the team. Yeah. No, there it's, it's hasn't gonna been one take so far. A, it's gonna take a big one. Just yeah, I think so too. The yeah. depravity of his play. Yeah. What so, uh, I would like uh, our female listeners, which we talked about last week, is probably like five to seven. Um, but you I had a like, three last week. Okay, and I, I'm, I'm upping it because there yeah. was a couple I forgot about. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with five to seven. Um, please send in the percentage chance that you would sleep with a man with adult braces or even just kiss. Like it doesn't have to be like, it, you know, we don't have to get into this like thing of like sleeping with someone, but like even just like, like is there any chance is what I'm saying? Like, is it above zero and not Invisalign? Like, like Full real man, bra- like real adult, real man, braces. real adult man. Yeah, exactly. They let out a, the smell of charcoal when you, uh, <laughs> when you breathe real man. But anyway, yeah. Please uh, let us know. Percentage chance. We have another Spiza-related question. comes from uh, Ryan Lambert at Two Line Pass. He asks, how would you feel if Lucas Spiza saved your entire family from a fire? Um, I mean, good, obviously, but also bad for two reasons. I had to, you know, he probably started the fire. <laughs> Realistically. He's like, what can I do to make myself look good? I'll uh, start a fire yeah. and then save people from yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. And then two, uh, he's probably going to be like, oh, it's you. It's the guy who wants to murder me. <laughs> and just leave And then you. he'll drag yes, my family back in there, no, or leave me no, in you'll there. You'll notice yeah. that he saved your family. Yeah, not me. But not you. Yeah, yeah. I'm still burning to death. Yeah. Though what if you like woke up in his arms? You were sleeping in your bed, and he's carrying you out, and you woke up in his arms. I would assume I had uh, died and gone to hell. <laughs> Because of well, we did flames? talk about how your hell would have Lucas Spiza Because involved. of the flames or because of Spiza? Uh, more Spiza than the flames, okay. I think. Yeah. So you'd wake up and see his face and be like, God damn it, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> uh, oh, good question. Thank weird. you, Ryan. Uh, we got a question you would just here. assume that Lucas Spiza wouldn't be able to save your family because he's really bad against the flames. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There it is. Thank you. He'll be headlining Yuck Yucks this weekend, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. We have a question from Frank Nevin, and he says, how come there was no Canadian team in Mighty Ducks 2? It just would not be fair. There actually was. Uh, One of the flash forwards, uh, because they they play their game against, uh, they play Trinidad and Italy and Iceland in the first round, and they lose to Iceland. And then after uh, they get their mojo back and uh, Bombay beats Wolf the Dentist Stanton in a game of one-on-one, or he's about to before he gets his knee chopped, uh, they do a flash forward and they show just news articles of them beating teams. And it says, the U.S. downs Canada. Because they knew that... It's a science fiction film. They They couldn't actually show... well, they could show. I just think they knew that they had to include Canada because yeah. people would have been like, "That's a little ridiculous." That Canada that, wasn't. That in. Canada yeah. wasn't in it. Yeah. <laughs> I do love the world where Iceland is like a hockey superpower, though. I yeah. absolutely love yeah. that. It world. Makes sense. Bjork is Ice. their coach. Also, did you know that the guy who plays Gunnar Stahl comes back as a completely different character in D three? I, I didn't realize I did that until that. I rewatched it. Stunner Gall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, he was uh, the goalie for the opposition team that uh, I guess 
I don't even know if Julie the cat is still in it. I think so. And she like falls for him in that. And he's because it's because in D3, they go to a prep school and they're all on the junior varsity team and they play the senior varsity team. That's their big game. And the senior varsity goalie is the same actor who played Gunnar Stahl. Oh, interesting the, bit the, of the more, you, the more you know you do spend quite a bit of time on imdb it turns out uh, i just watch mighty ducks more than any man should <laughs> question from robert at free rob five does john taffer stand up to wipe <laughs> his front or back i guess i've brought these questions <laughs> yeah, on myself so. probably um you know what right, john taffer doesn't have time to wipe <laughs> he just hops on a bidet no I, he just Continues, he just shits and walks. <laughs> what does he care? He's in garbage bars all day. I think a turd is going to make a difference. Like, it's he your shits. bar. Yeah. It's your bar that smells like <laughs> Exactly, shit. yeah. Look, it's a human turd. I just stepped on a human turd, <laughs> and it went up my pant leg. <laughs> what is that noise? <laughs> is that a laugh? <laughs> what the fuck was that noise? That was frightening. <laughs> I was just picturing a turd sliding up pants. Uh, that was actually a great question. Yeah, that was a really good question. A good question. Yeah, that was a good one. I like. That I like question. the phrase "shits and walks." Yeah. That's a good. That's a good phrase. Final question comes to us from occasional intern Aaron Mackay. Aaron asks, "Which sport would be the most interesting played solely with little people?" <laughs> Or played with more gravity, the opposite of in space. I'm going to go with more gravity here. You guys can take the little people one. Okay. Um, Which is weird. I thought you would take the... Because I'm little? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We talk about it every podcast. You're not that small, but we just talk about it every time, so I feel like I just... He's going to go play little people soccer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, I got two goals in Little People Soccer, okay? Yeah, when you go and play, does it look like foosball? Yeah, but the goalie, it's great because the goalie is super small. There's that noise again. Uh, oh, my God. Um, I think bowling would be hilarious. Because yeah. they'd have to just with like... no gravity? Or with, with, sorry, with more super gravity. high gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'd have to kind of like walk the ball down or whatever. Like, just how would like that even push work? it yeah. like a boulder. Whatever yeah. you think you are, I am. <laughs> Good call back for our uh, thank you, Pete Weber Jr. Time listeners. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the little people sport. I want to just see something that, like pure brutality. I want to see like dwarf rugby, basically. Yeah, that'd be great. Like, like that'd murder be... ball, but little people. Yeah. Yeah. Manslaughter ball. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like a lesser version of murder. <laughs> murder balls wheelchair Second rugby. Second degree murder ball. For those of you, yeah, for those of you playing the home game. And oh, uh, intense uh, gravity. I don't. Basketball probably would be. Uh, yeah, I mean, how is it not basketball, yeah. right? I don't even know how you could play the sport with more gravity. You can't jump, and presumably the ball would be incredibly difficult to lift <laughs> and throw in the hoop. Um, okay. Little people, I just want to imagine. I like. I want to imagine sports where it would take so much longer to have a little person do it. So like, like swimming, <laughs> where it's just like really slow. Like they're like they're fine. They're not drowning or anything. But it's just like the slowest swimming race of all time. Um, or also golf, I think would be great. Like I don't know if there are little like I'm sure there's got to be YouTube clips of like good little person golfers, but I can't imagine most of them can hit it past like a hundred yards. 
So that'd be just hilarious to watch them play like elite golf courses and they can't even hit it past the ladies' tees <laughs> on most of the holes. <laughs> All right. Well, we will go from the mailbag into the segment that has come to follow it every single week of late. And we had a listener-submitted theme song for this segment this week. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to splish splash around in Stefan's pool party. That's that's so this good. This is Stefan's pool party post-apocalyptic version. <laughs> this is David Lynch's Stefan's pool party. And it was Yerky 21. Yeah, Yerky 21. Yes. Thank and thank yeah, I mean, much. if you guys want to, because we are really bad at doing most stuff to do with this show. So if you want to keep <laughs> including us, the show in yeah, general, like we haven't done anything. So like, if you want to continue to send us theme songs, fan art, if you want to lo- do the love, show for us, we love. If someone oh, wants to record a fan episode, I yeah. That'd be great. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, exactly. Just, All you have to just do is talk do, and know nothing yeah, about sports. Just have three people, and two of them make fun of the other one the whole time. <laughs> uh, but I heard that your week in fantasy football was quite nightmarish, uh, so that's probably exactly. a very yeah. apt song. theme song. I lost uh, both both games. I'm, I lost by 20 points in one league and uh, like 40 points in another league. Oof. Um, so yeah, I'm not doing Luongo's too well. Luongo's league, you yeah. lost by 40? Yeah, I'm two and two in that league. I'm Oof. one and three in the other league. It's not looking too good, but I had a good, uh, hockey, fantasy hockey draft. Got, uh, Tyler Sagan. Got, uh, you know, no one cares about this shit. <laughs> yeah, no, um, we just, did you pick Mark Arcabello? That's what everybody wants. No, to well, the, 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 getting ready for the Spies the Memorial. Memorial pool. Uh, if, if you're listening and you're in the pool, the draft will most likely be this, this Sunday. Sunday we're which hoping is Canadian Thanksgiving, but it'll be in the early afternoon. Yeah. yeah. We now will, we're going to miss the first like five days of games basically. But given that the object of the pool is to have no points whatsoever, I think that'll be uh, fun. It's an advantage for yeah. everyone. It's very anything. typical yeah. if Justin's involved that we will start it late. <laughs> so there's no problem at all here with us getting going five days early. And uh, yeah, it'll be perfect for our Canadian people in the pool. Just get to draft some shitbag players, eat some turkey, turkey and feel like shit yeah. after. And it'll just be a shit day all around. Pass out at like nine o'clock. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have any Americans in it? Do we know that? I think there might be one or two. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So for them, they, it's just Sunday. Just yeah. We're Sunday. just interrupting your football. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. We don't care, though. Sorry. Sorry, eh? It's our Canadian Thanksgiving <laughs> draft. Are we, are we British? I don't know. That was a British accent. Yeah, right? kind of. I'm just yeah. checking. I don't mean, like, I don't. Sorry, eh? I lived in LA for like five months and everybody gave me shit about like speaking with a Canadian accent because I say about. But that's not, I don't even say like a boat. No, but it's because they say about. But I'm yeah, close to that. Just, nah. Not really. No, about? Like, you'd be surprised. We say about and about. they say about. And yeah, and I also, out. Like, I'm going out. Pasta instead of pasta. That was a big one. Pasta. It's pasta. Do we have another segment? You sound extremely dumb. Like, should we just keep talking about pasta? pasta? Do we have another segment? I don't like. Yeah, like it, Italians. Oh, that the one at the end. Italians oh, yeah. say pasta. Well, guess what? We're trying to. You're end not it. in Italy. <laughs> yeah, I understand. Do you fly the flag at half mast? No, it's fucking pasta. He's not doing well. <laughs> He's drowning in my pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, Stefan and I both tuned out and started talking to each other. And then All we right. realized, like, oh, we can't leave him alone. Well, we got one segment left. We're on the home stretch. It's everybody's 
favorite segment because it means we're almost done the show. It's things we actually like in the world at large. The cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, ladies and gentlemen. One good thing. And gentlemen, what do you like this week? I guess I can go first since you're both looking at me. Uh, I, it's weird. I've actually I've plugged this person on the show before, but he just released a book, uh, so I wanted to talk. About it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Stefan just showed me a picture of a little person playing golf, and he looks like my dad. <laughs> and my dad is also short. <laughs> dad's like five five so that's <laughs> hilarious um is there snow on the ground too he's just like golfing but there's snow uh there's a lot going Sorry to interrupt. Head right I now. No, that's resist, totally yeah. fine I, i'm so glad you did um so yes i've talked about uh he's a vancouver comedian uh he's a professor at ubc he's an author his name's uh charles demers uh, and as I said, I plugged his comedy on the show before, um, but I just got a chance to go to his book launch uh, last week, and uh, it was awesome, and I'm almost finished the book. Uh, it's called The Horrors, and he basically, <clears throat> pardon me, writes an essay for every letter of the alphabet and picks uh, something that he doesn't like that starts with that letter. So um, most of the essays are from like six to 10 pages. Some of them are really deep. Like he, like M is for motherlessness because he lost his mother when he was 11. Um, so some of them are like kind of like bleak, but he's trying to find the funny in them. That's the whole point of the book is like to go through these horrible subjects, but find the funny in them. Uh, so he talks about that, but then like G is for golf. So it's like he kind of runs the gamut. Some of them are a little well, bit golf more. golf is pretty terrible also. Oh, yeah, it's awful, right? <laughs> so I think that's the thing. Like, it is terrible, but I just mean in terms of the, like, the gravity of what he's talking about. Some of the essays are a little bit more lighthearted. Others are a little bit more personal and in-depth. Uh, but, yeah, as I said, I'm, I'm more than halfway through. I think I'm on cue right now. So I'm getting pretty close to the end, but it's absolutely hilarious. He's a tremendously gifted writer. Super, super funny. Um, so I'd recommend that you check that out. Uh, the Horrors by Charles Demers. I'm pretty sure you can get it. If you're in Canada, you can get it in any bookstore. If you're in the States, you can get it online. Um, yeah, great book. Check it out. Uh, my one good thing is Canadian Thanksgiving. Yes. Way better than American Thanksgiving. Way better. Well, it, it comes earlier. I would like to experience American Thanksgiving at some point because they just go whole hog yeah they kill each other in yeah. stores it's great and there's so much food and it's like an entire week off too which is awesome yeah, yeah totally um but no canadian thanksgiving got pumpkin pie uh, turkey. yeah and like black friday is basically the purge like yeah I that's like, what i mean yeah, yeah. like the, people die the purge yeah. is based on but black thanksgiving friday. up here is just kind of like it's like a weekend it's like fun you get together with friends and family i'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna drink some pumpkin beer yeah. it does make sense um, though like because thanksgiving for them is celebrating pilgrims and what better way to sell to celebrate pilgrims than to kill people you think are lesser than you. <laughs> right? That's very, yeah, that's very dark, but... It's not uh, inaccurate, yeah, though. No. Uh, but that's, yeah, so this the holiday that's coming up. And my one Love good it. thing this week is uh, the Toronto Blue Jays. Hey! Ah. We, we didn't talk about them at all Talking during the course about of the, the program. Playoffs. And if you would like to hear people talk about them, uh, the place to do that, well, a couple of podcasts that you could check out, I would recommend the Sportsfeld podcast hosted by... Our boy, the Zoobs, and Jake Goldsby, and they talk about Toronto sports, but they're huge Jays fans and are super excited about uh, the playoffs, obviously. Why wouldn't you be? Me too. Birds All Day, also a great uh, Jays-centric podcast if you want to hear some yep. Jays talk. Yep. Um, and I really want to recommend more than those podcasts, uh, a newsletter that gets sent out once a week by Miss Stacy May Fowles, and you can find her on Twitter, at Miss Stacy May. Uh, it's a newsletter that she puts out every week. So called- are you doing another thing where you're just doing 
multiple one good baseball things again. life <laughs> advice is the name of the newsletter and uh it's you know i feel like women sports writers feel like they have to shy away from talking about like feelings in sports and, right. and the way you know oh, they, man, they feel like they have to stay like very clinical and detached you can never be like you know talk about the the emotion of a game or whatever and she kind of completely goes against that grain and fully leans into uh just uh, you know baseball life feelings basically and uh writes about the jays as though they are like uh you know the the bad boy rebels of your high school basically and i'm wearing my uh charming dirtbags t-shirt right now i was gonna say it's a nice shirt hand in designing so uh she's great and uh, those are some tremendous jays fans that will give you all sorts of jays content that we cannot as john and two bandwagoning fans but uh playoff strike this friday and it should be great so that's my thursday Thursday. Oh, there you go. That, listen bandwagon. To the <laughs> Band, bandwagon. See, all I knew was people complaining about the start time. Yeah, they're in the afternoon. So it's on Thursday and Friday afternoon, and it's been a big deal. Like, I know my buddy uh, back in Toronto bought tickets for the whole playoffs, and now he's like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Like, I can't take days off work. All my holidays are spoken for. Like, he doesn't know what he's going to do. And I think for a lot of people who are hoping to, like, resell some of their tickets, like, the resale value of the tickets has plummeted because a lot of people are trying to sell their tickets because they can't even go to the games now. So Because just working. Yeah, because they're, yeah, like like normal people. Do. Yeah, I mean, I know you, you do. two don't know a whole lot about that. But, um, <laughs> but like normally at 1 p.m. on a Thursday, people do this thing called work. Anyway, you guys will get there. <laughs> <laughs> Anything to plug before we wrap up? Yeah, same deal. Uh, if you're in Vancouver, this is the last time I have to plug it. And uh, I'm at Yuck Yucks this weekend, headlining October 8th to 10th, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. 8 p.m. Thursday, 8 p.m. Friday, 7 and 9.30 Saturday. If you live in Vancouver, you want to come check me out uh, where I talk about, uh, you know, like real shit and not just being a dumb asshole on this thing. Uh, it'll be really fun. And uh, and please, again, if you come out uh, and, you are, and you're coming because you heard me on the podcast, please come and say hello. Um, it'll be really nice to meet some of our listeners. I think there's lots of people who come when they hear you on the podcast. <laughs> Yeah, well, I walked into that one. Like, uh, like ejaculating. <laughs> it's fair. And to be yeah. honest, I do have a very syrupy voice. Once yeah. again, I will plug this very podcast that you're listening to right now. Yes. Tell your friends about it. Tell people that you know who like podcasts that it's a good one if you have listened all the way. And if you're hearing me right now, then you certainly have done that. Uh, we got a ton of people in the last week who rated and reviewed on iTunes, too. And we want you to know that we read every single one of them. And tons of them made us laugh very hard this week. So thank you so much for doing that. Yeah, and keep it up. with that, that will do it for this week's program. Our intern is still a toilet. Our roommate <laughs> is Chris Adam. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Ejaculate. Pumpkin. <laughs> Show. That's a good combination of words. Ejaculate, Ejaculate pumpkin. pumpkin. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's probably it's a better like, name for our podcast. It's like orange Ejaculate cum, I guess. It's just a bunch of orange jizz. Yeah, orange jizz. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know she'll be the death of me. At least we'll both be numb. And she'll always get the best of me. The worst is yet to come. But at least we'll both be beautiful and stay forever young. This I know. This I know. 
She told me don't worry 